So nice. we'll just be playing, and you'd, and you'd be like, suck my dick! And it's fucking hilarious. I was like, wait. attention into like that leadership class about like what color you are or whatever like you remember we all got up and like moved around and it was like oh you're a blue you're a green oh that shit was yeah. Fucking yeah that was, was stupid waste it was of really time. long waste of fucking time even yeah. even it was like just three or four and we're like all right so we can disappear yeah, we can leave now um if Gunny's like, this is fucking stupid. But yeah, I was sitting there drawing pictures like that the entire time, and all of the, the people that were around me, they kept looking at my notebook, and I was just drawing, like, ridiculous shit like that. And one of them kept cracking up at everything I was drawing, so I just, like, drew a giant penis, like, with a bunch of veins and, like, a really, really hairy ball sack, and, like, just pushed it into the middle of the table, and then he stopped laughing and, like, stopped looking at what I was drawing. You should have drawn um, a dead person, like... With like, like a X's knife in, in it, the eyes. X's in the eyes, yeah. and like a frowny face, and then, Split. like he's laying down, uh-huh. and you write, you, <laughs> just slide it over to him. Actually, that was a funny story, that one of my combat instructors told us. He said, they were going through like a sergeant's course or something like that to become a combat instructor. Yeah, and they said that there was this, there was two guys. And they were both going through, uh, like, a sergeant course to become a combat instructor, mm-hmm. right? And two very different guys. One was super motivated, super, like, by the book, everything, you know, follow everything to the T. Yeah. The other guy was a machine gunner who was doing this because he had to do it to, like, promote. Oh, okay. So he you didn't to do want to, but yeah. he had to do something, yeah. like, some extra whether course Whether it's, like, drill-filled or, like, yeah. whatever, yeah. So, anyways, they're in the class. And they walk in, and the machine gunner's, like, just making jokes. And then the class started, and he kept making jokes and shit. And then during, like, one of the first breaks, like, 15-minute break or whatever, the super serious guy who was sitting in the front came and, like, confronted him about it. And keep in mind that machine gunners are generally large people. Oh, yeah, they're fucking huge, Like, big dudes. And this guy was apparently, like, average or just under average, like, in size. Kind of skinny, yeah. I, well, I don't know, like, exactly what it looked like, but I was told yeah. that he was, like, smaller. Okay. And the machine gunner was, like, a big dude. Yeah. And the little guy came up. I guess he was already a staff sergeant or something, and the machine gunner was a sergeant. And he was trying to, like, boss him around. He's like, hey, you need to quit fucking around. Like, I know you're sergeant, but I'm a staff sergeant. And I'm like, I'm telling you, like, stop fucking around. People are trying to pay attention to this class. Mm-hmm. And then he said, well, how about you do something about it? <laughs> and the little staff sergeant was like, you know, running his yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah. And the machine gunner's just like laughing in his face. He's like, yo, fuck this guy. And then, so they kind of like go their own ways and then breaks over. So they come back. The little guy who follows the rules to the T sitting in the front right of the class. Machine gunner sitting in the back, but like middle. So yeah. Like the back middle. And um, he just starts like stabbing a paper. And then when the one uh, staff sergeant turns around, he goes, hey, can you knock it the fuck off? He picks up the piece of paper, and it's uh, like a head with X's through the eyes, and it just says you at the top. (laughs) And then he smiles, points at the staff sergeant, and keeps stabbing it with the pencil. And the staff sergeant didn't say anything for the rest of the time. What the fuck? 
<laughs> and I, I thought that was pretty good because it made it seem like he was trying to kill him. <laughs> or like he, he, he was ready. He didn't care anymore. He was just sitting back there and he was like, I've already done my years. I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, he's just stabbing a piece of paper that says the staff sergeant. Right? <laughs> yeah. And then the other guy's like, oh, oh shit, he really uh, yeah, does he, not he, give a fuck about life. Yeah, he <laughs> might actually kill me. Um, that leads in perfectly. Like, that was a very natural lead-in to uh, the topic, like, that there's two different kinds of Marines. Regardless of, like, whatever rank you're at, like, each tier of the Marine Corps that you're in, there's always... Two very different yeah, there's, styles. There's two sides to, to the coin at each at each tier. Like, you have the Lance Corporals, uh, who are either going to be terminal or not. <laughs> and that, that's the two <laughs> sides. And then you have the sergeant who's like, okay, I reached I reached sergeant. I, I can either, I'm just going to chill here until I get out. Or they're actively like, no, I want to be a staff NCO. I'm going to do everything I can to be a staff NCO. Um mm-hmm. NCO means non-commissioned officer, by the way. Um, and then from there, you have a staff sergeant who's also like, okay, I'm just going to retire out of staff sergeant or whatever. Or, no, I want to be gunny because I'm trying to get to sergeant major. Or So basically, you either have people who are ready to get out, they just don't care anymore, or you have the people who are still motivated and want to progress further in their career. Yeah. And, and those two people, like, I hate, like, generalizations in general. <laughs> generalizations uh-huh, uh-huh. in general. I thought it was funny. Anyway, I, I don't yeah, like using generalizations, but <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. I didn't like your story either. Um, <laughs> anyway, I don't like generalizations, but this one for the Marine Corps is, like, pretty true. And it follows suit to almost every aspect of, uh, of like, a Marine's life, like, how they spend money, how like what they do in their off time, um, how much trouble they get in, and and, and things like that. Like the the, the squared away one who's try, actively trying to progress. Usually, nine times out of ten is pretty decent with their money. Um, probably owns some nice things, but saved up and paid for them in full. Like doesn't have a bunch of credit cards and, and shit like that. Um, <clears throat> they're actively pursuing like higher education, taking advantage of all of those benefits and and all of that, doing a lot of community service. Or you have the, the like terminal Lance who spends all of his money on strippers, booze, and nicotine. I feel that each rank, how there's the unmotivated and motivated at each rank, and then yeah. within those ranks, there's a very common stereotype, which is like almost always true. Uh-huh. So you have what's known as a salty Lance, who's also terminal and it's very typical that they have a very low fade <laughs> yeah with very long bangs yeah they don't give a fuck at all they, they just don't care like at all nothing matters to them yeah they're like okay go ahead and give me another page 11 go ahead and give me more paperwork on my record i don't give a fuck they're like mm, you're gonna catch a knee to your chest sergeant you know yeah yeah <laughs> they're yeah they're they as a lance are like calling out a sergeant for like random shit yeah because they just don't care yeah and then there's the corporals who don't care, mm. but it's but it's different. Yeah, it's a different kind of not caring anymore. It's it is. Yeah. It's almost like they do, but they don't. Yeah. It's like a ah, oh, I really don't want to do this, but I'm gonna. They're just like apathetic about it. Like they still do their job, 
and everything because they hold that like that title of NCO mm-hmm. or whatever. And so like immediately more is expected of you, but they're apathetic as fuck about it. So they're like, I'm going to go to work at the appropriate time, but I'm not getting there early. I'm going to be there exactly on time and I'm going to do just my work and nothing else. And then I feel like as you move on to sergeant, the people who don't care at sergeant rank is somewhere in between. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. Because um, you have, you have like, the sergeant who is super about it, like, personally knows all of the Marines underneath them and everything like that, like, um, disseminates information uh, given to them, to their corporals, to give to all of the junior Marines and stuff like that. Uh, you also have the sergeant who just kind of, like, whispers and mumbles to everybody and, and doesn't really say anything. But then on the other side of the coin, right, Yeah. the motivation at each level or for each rank stays rather the same. Oh yeah, it's pretty but consistent. But unmotivated yeah. side it varies. Varies. Yeah. Per rank like drastically. Yeah. Kind of. Well, it's cuz like it's it's consistent too. Uh in the way that people do and don't give a fuck. Well, cuz I would say like as you move up in the ranks like it, it changes your perspective. Like at definitely. At yeah. Lance Corporal, if you're unmotivated, this is this is the that's the most you're ever gonna be. That's yeah. it. Um, it's the most responsibility you're gonna have. Yeah, and, and so Lance Corporal is like that's exactly where you can chill. You can chill there and skate hard for the rest of your career, quote unquote. Um, because nobody expects much from a Lance Corporal. <laughs> nobody asks much of a Lance Corporal other than, hey, go clean this that's already been cleaned twenty times uh, kind of thing. Or go clean this. That's not really your job, so you don't really have to do a good job at it. I just don't have anything else for you to do. So, yeah, I'm just going to chill there. But as a corporal, you automatically, like I said, you automatically have a lot more responsibility on you. So you have to care a little bit more. Yeah. um, But you can still not care well. I think it's also partially because the repercussions of not giving a fuck increase with Exponentially, yeah. Yeah. So the lower rank you are, if you don't give a fuck at that point in your career, you can be like a more douchebaggy of a person. Yeah. But as you increase in rank, you could not care just as much as that Lance Corporal, but you still have a lot more responsibilities mm-hmm. in that you in the sense that you have to fulfill that responsibility. Is even if it's just to the minimum of that responsibility, you have to fulfill it because the re- the repercussions yeah. are a lot worse. Yeah. As a higher rank. Well, because, like, as a Lance Corporal, like, if I don't give a fuck and I don't do my job, it doesn't fall on me at the end of the day. It falls on whoever's immediately in charge of me. Mm-hmm. So, like, my Corporal is going to get blasted the fuck out. And then the, that Corporal is going to blast me, but the, like, actual paperwork or whatever, like, all of the actual repercussions yeah, are going to fall Yeah, you might get, like, a that. slap on the wrist. Yeah, but the actual, like, paperwork, like, on your record is going to fall on that Corporal, not on me. Um... But, Kind of, um, but yeah, I get what you're saying. But like, yeah, if yeah. you're a higher rank, and you do the same bullshit, since more is expected of you, the punishment is a lot more severe in the sense that, like, all right, now they're probably gonna dock your pay yep, a little yep. bit. Um, and it could, because all of the repercussions are on you specifically at that point, instead not, of being split between lower ranks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because like, if a bunch of lance corporals are fucking up, whoever's in charge of them, it's their fault. Not, not them, because they don't know any better. They're just they're dumb little black uh, wobble. 
you know? Yeah. Yeah. Dumb little E3. Yeah. They don't know nothing. Yeah. They're expected to act stupid. That's true. It's, it, <laughs> but if you made it to a higher rank, you're expected to be... Smart, instantly. You get the... Yeah. the ow. Which, snap I know so a much. lot of higher ranks which are not very smart, but somehow made it. Yeah. I know I know quite a few higher ranks who are... are I could probably best on the SAT, but... <laughs> they're, they're in charge of me, and I hold that, that, uh, that lower rank. So, I, um... I feel... What do you think about time requirements... I, I don't agree. I don't agree I think, with that at all. I think all. it needs to vary. It should vary per person in a sense that, like, all right, this motherfucker gets his job. He's proficient. Like, he knows he's about it. Uh -huh. Why should it take him two years to qualify for the next ring? Well, I don't. I, I, the institution's too big to be able to, um, like, have it specific, like, per person, like, have uh, individual cases. But. At the same time, that's why meritorious boards were there. Or, well, they, they still are, but, like, you still have the time I feel like meritorious. Meritorious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I feel like that whole system needs to be reworked slightly. I think it's kind of yeah. gone off the path that it was intended for. Because mm -hmm. now, I the way I see it working is kind of like it fills extra slots it's just like, oh, we have to have more corporals, so I guess we'll give it to this guy. Yeah, I feel like it should be like, um, kind of like you earn it. Well, see, this is how it's hard to explain because you have to earn it if it's a meritorious promotion, mm -hmm. even if it's mandatory that they need X amount. Mm -hmm. But I think that it shouldn't be we need X amount meritoriously. It should be like meritorious is specifically only for those who went above and beyond if that makes yeah. sense well i mean that that's kind of that's how it kind of how it works cuz it's like whoever reaches the cutting score so say there's um 100 lances can get promoted to corporal right say 100 and the cutting score is 200 um say only 98 people reach that cutting score of 200 that means that there's two leftover spots those become meritorious so like right but now they're just going to take the next two highest right potentially yeah they still have to compete it, on the board i think it should be say even if you get like a new guy who's like way down on the list yeah but he just got there so he's at a disadvantage but you see that he's putting in the work he's just hot shit like Right yeah, like he's yeah. he's gonna be somebody. Uh -huh. He should take that spot rather than someone who just missed the cutting score, mm -hmm. doesn't really care, but they still kind of care. I would rather have the motivated guy who's gonna get the shit done than the yeah. guy who just sort of doesn't kind of care. Yeah, and gets especially it, gets, in, it, gets it handed to him mm -hmm. in a sense. Especially in MLS is like. Um, not to talk shit on them or anything, but, like, MOS is, like, Motor T or Admin, because their cutting score is so fucking low. Like, you literally can, like, coast and not put in work, not, like, actively work on your PFT, CFT, mm -hmm. uh, and not actively work on, like, all of your online courses and stuff like that, not even belt up or anything, and still get, like, NCO like that. Um, whereas, like, in the O3 field, the cutting score is so high, it's atrociously competitive. Yeah. and you I think you need like perfect scores to be even competitive. Yeah, in sense. and I I, th I think your opinion is probably like that because 
like we're in the O three field, and so like that's kind of where your opinion comes. Like because a, ours it's is a competitive more, mindset. Yeah, ours is a lot more competitive than other uh, other jobs in the Marine Corps. So like, it just it makes everything a lot harder, or it, everything a lot more more challenging to to get to that next level. Um, but like. Continue on, on with the, the original, because uh, <laughs> we got off on a tangent about uh, meritorious boards and everything, but continuing off of the, uh, there's there's two sides to every coin. Um, oh, that, right, so like not caring versus caring. Yeah. I think that kind of leads, each person has a different outlook on their current status and like role in the Marine Corps. Yeah, yeah. So... If you're one of those people that just don't give a fuck, right? Mm. You could be not giving a fuck, and that's your way of coping with the lifestyle. And then somebody else, their way of coping with it is like, I'm actively trying to better myself, so that way I have a better lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. So, and here's where it breaks down. If you're motivated and you're trying to better your life by, like, through promotions and being responsible because mm, with promotions comes more money with right your life yeah, just yeah. gets better the higher rank you are yeah and that's one way to uh, kind of deal with your situation another way to deal with your situation is like man this is too hard for me I don't give a fuck let me go out and drink with the guys as like an 18 year old yeah yeah you've never been exposed to so many different things uh-huh. and now you're living on your own people yell at you all the time it's a very stressful situation yeah uh, or even if you do go home to like kind of get your mind off of work related things mm-hmm. it's not the same anymore because you've changed whether you know it or yeah. not you did and and like I noticed this even um, like early early on it wasn't like boot leave but like one of the first times that I took leave I went home and little things pissed me off because like just the unit that I was in uh, initially was so stressful and every little thing had to be perfect um like, even from the way that we answered the phone, if you got, like, a couple words wrong, like, you would get just blasted over the phone. So you were so afraid of doing something wrong. When I went home and saw people, like, leaving plates out with food still on it and, like, like stuff like that, which is, like, normal. Like, like people do that frequently. Like, I got ridiculously pissed off about it about at my family. And I was like, yeah, yeah why the fuck are we doing this? Like, clean up lot, with yourself. Yeah, like, so I'm a lot more relaxed with my family because uh-huh. I, like... But I have to actively think about how I'm reacting when I'm home. Yeah, I know. Like, like now, here, now I'm better. If I'm in the if I'm in the barracks and something pisses me off, I'm gonna let somebody know. Trust me, I work with you. I I, I know. I'm not. You're not good it, at hiding your emotions at all. <laughs> like, if something pisses me off, I'm gonna fucking tell you. Because at the end of the day, that's the only way something's gonna change is if you speak up about it. Yeah. But if you go home and you're like, man, that's my little brother. I don't want to yell at him. Yeah. You're like, hey, we go pick up that plate. And they're like, eh, I'm doing a little bit. You're like, listen, motherfucker. And then you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. I just... It's a switch that you can't, like, you don't get to control. It's you have to kinda... actively yeah. think, like, oh, shit, I'm not trying to be a dickhead. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, like, I've gotten to that point now. Like, now when I go and leave, I can actually relax a little bit more. Um, it's still in the back of my mind, though. Just like, oh, this, this little stuff's pissed me off. And, and even now, there's different things that are different. Like, even now... Um, whenever I go home on leave or anything like that, I'm like, I honestly, like, hate, I hate work sometimes, right? 
Like everybody hates their job at, at, at one, some point. At, at yeah. some point, yeah. Like like working out in the rain does not make anybody happy. Yeah, being cold and sandy yeah. or some yeah, bullshit, something like that. But whenever I'm on leave for like more than five days or something like that, eventually I'm like, I need to do something. Like I need actively need to go and work. I don't care if it's my job. I need to go and do something because like I can't stand just kind of stagnating, I guess, and just like being there. Yeah, I like I get really annoyed with myself if so like if I want to relax, I'm like, "All right, yeah, I'll relax." And then maybe it stems on to like 2 or 3 days. And then I just feel like disgusted with myself. I'm like, "Dude, I need to like go work out or exactly. eat healthy or something." Yeah. Even if I don't get to it right away. Yeah. It's something like it bugs me. Like, but it'll happen like late at night. Like so all day say like I just have a lazy day. And then it'll be like midnight or something. I'll be like, Damn, I feel fucking fat. I want to go run right now. Exactly, yeah. It's uh, weird. Like, But uh, back to, like, home life. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last... Wait, what's the last time? Yeah, the last time I went home, uh, there was, like, this party. And, like, you know, it was nice to, like, see a bunch of friends and family and yeah. relax. But at the end of the day, I was like... I was like, God, like, I didn't work out today. I drank soda. Yeah. Like, I, f- I feel nasty. I eat fast food or something like that. I just feel Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. And then, like, after, like, four or five days of, like, hanging out with people and, like, not having, like, a specific time to wake up mm-hmm. at. It's that routine that's, like, built into us. Yeah. Think. Like, because when I'm at work, I'm like, fuck, I don't want to get up in the morning. <laughs> but when I'm home, I'm like. I don't have a reason to wake up. Kind of. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. It's like, I want to go back, but I don't. I know exactly, yeah, yeah. That's what I was trying to say, like... like It's I, almost like you're kind of addicted to, like, the lifestyle. Either, I think of it, like, it's like an abusive relationship. Yeah, you because, love and hate it at the same time. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, this <laughs> this gun club fucks me hard. Yeah, the big green, the weenie big, of the yeah, green core. Fucks me hard sometimes, but I'm like, I can change him. I know if I just try a little bit more, I can change him, you know? Like, oh, he's getting better. He's, he's stopped drinking, you know? Except whenever football or whenever it's past six o'clock, then then it starts, you know, yeah. like like I keep getting beat by <laughs> by uh, this institution, but I love it for some reason. At the end of the day, and even going home, like I want to go back. Yeah, it's weird, and it's hard to come up with an analogy for other people to understand. Yeah, that's the closest thing I can think of because like it, it the it makes our life kind of right because like in an abusive relationship. Uh, if you go and like talk to the girl, or I mean, it could be a guy too. Yeah. But I was gonna say, guys get abused m- more so <laughs> publicly seen yeah. for the women, yeah. and you always see them like, why do you keep going back? Like, I and don't they, know. they're like, yeah. I don't know, I shouldn't, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But it's the same way I feel. It's like yeah. you're on you're on leave and you're chilling with your family. You're like, oh, this is great, but I want to go back. And they're like, well, why the fuck do you want to go back? And you're like, I Weren't don't know. Were you just complaining all last week? You're like, I fucking hate yeah, it there, yeah. but like, I want to go back. I don't yeah. know. It's weird because it really at is. the same time, even though some things suck, now you have something to talk about. That's true. Life is never dull. I will give it that. Even if it sucks, life is never dull in the Marine Corps. Like, like that was one thing I kind of liked about uh, like ITB. I was like, man, it's going to suck because it's like 35 degrees and it's raining and there's holes in my tent. So I'm getting wet while I'm trying to sleep. And then if you have to go pee, you have to walk into the woods like 100 yards. In 35 degree wet Yeah, but you don't want to put on your clothes and get them wet for the next day. So you like go out there and like your skivvies. 
and now you're shivering trying to take a piss and then walk back and you can't find your fucking tent and Firewatch <laughs> is like, oh, uh, you're awake. Here, have Firewatch. And you're just like, no, 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 no. I just so, like, <laughs> everything kind of sucks, but then when you get back to the barracks and, like, or Squad Bay, since it was ITB, yeah. and you're just chilling in your rack on, like, a Saturday and, like, you have the day off, you're like, dude, I'm going to tell my friends about that. Like, that was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. I went to the range. It sucked, but, like, I shot a rocket launcher that day or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you, um, like... When we did the uh, the defense and we had like op four, so we dug our skirmishers and like set up a set up a like defensive line and everything. Mm-hmm. I that sucked so yeah. bad. In the, One in the thing moment, that sucked for me is because I had to do a majority of the digging. Yeah, so did I. That was. I don't remember like what the circumstances was, but one of my the guy I was sharing the hole with I had to leave. Like one of the combat instructors like pulled them away, mm-hmm. and I ended up being in the hole by myself. And then other guys were like. Hey, uh, you got done with your hole really quick. Can you do mine? I was like, nah. And then, uh, like, the platoon sergeant would come by, and they'd be like, why the fuck isn't their hole, Doug? You're the squad leader. And I'm like, well, you know, I thought they would be mature enough to take care of their own, like, yeah. situation. And they're like, well, no, that kind of falls on you. You need to make sure. So, like, guys that have the I-don't-give-a-fuck attitude skated by. Well, yeah. I had more responsibility. Now I'm mm-hmm. over there helping them dig a hole, yeah. which they just half-assed and took as long as they wanted. But, yeah, like, going back to the point, like, that sucked. And it, it, things like that happen and, and make it so much more worse than it needed to be. Um, and, but yeah. as soon as we got back to the squad bay, like, I texted my cousin immediately. And I was like, dude, we just did this crazy thing. Like, we were... We set up a defense and we dug holes and we were like firing blanks at each other and it was fucking awesome. And like, You're me like, and, yeah, it's fucking cool. Yeah, me and all my buds, as soon as we got back, we were covered in dirt. We all had like the, we had halfway sweat off like war paint and mm-hmm. stuff. So it was like you could see skin underneath it, but like we all had like raccoon eyes and then like random patches of green. But like it was sweat off, so it looked fucking badass. There's always like that one guy who just mixes all the colors so his face is just like shit brown yeah so he's just doing <laughs> blackface for like a couple days straight and they're just like who's that what <laughs> just like i remember one time uh me and my friend we were like super motivated and we we're like dude we're gonna have the best face paint here so we went like really tactical uh-huh. and i like tactically put a big brown dick going in his mouth and down his <laughs> Adam's apple. so the way i did it is i started at the top Mm-hmm. like on his forehead went down the left side and then on like the bottom left portion of his chin I started like a loop up toward his lip down the center of his jaw and then when it got to his Adam's apple I like curved to the right the, and then the back balls. down did yeah. the balls and came back up to the lips and then I like filled it in and then went back with like random shapes and then like it looked really good uh-huh. But, but you if, knew so, there was if somebody dick. pointed it out, you're like, oh, you got a big brown dick on your face, buddy. <laughs> you did him dirty. I, I made sure that he did uh, my face paint first, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I didn't, he's like, dude, I'm going to get you back. And I was like, well, my face paint's already done, so. Yeah, and I, I, I don't need help with it, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thanks for making me look great. You look good, too, just you got a dick on your face. <laughs> Needless to say, he was mad. But now that's something that's funny later on. Yeah. And now I can tell that story. Which, that's one of the, the things that I, I personally love, but nobody outside of our world understands, is, like, our humor. Uh, we, we touched on this a little bit before, but, like, we joke about some of the most fucked up things in general. 
that are freaking hilarious to us. Like, you drew a dick on this guy's chin. Like, to most people, they're just like, dude, come on, why? But to us, we're like, that's fucking hilarious. I wish I had thought of that when I was, like, doing my buddy's face paint, you know? Right. And it, that's honestly one of my favorite things uh, about my whole experience in the Marine Corps has been uh, that camaraderie you get with, like, joking around about some of the most fucked up things on yeah, the right. planet. Yeah, right. This isn't particularly a picture you can see it, but you can kind of see, like, his chin right there is brown, and then it goes oh, down his split neck. in half, yeah. But, yeah, it was, it was pretty decent face paint. Yeah, I mean, other than the dick on his chin, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and what was great about it is one of the combat instructors, like, came over and complimented him on his face paint, uh-huh. and then... After the combat instructor walked away, he just looked at me, and he's like, do you think he knows? <laughs> I was like, no, I don't think he noticed. Like, it, It's one of those things, it's like, it's hidden, but it's there. You have to point it out to see it. But yeah. once you see it, you can't unsee it. Yeah. You're just like, oh, that's really good face paint. And you're like, how, oh, look at the dick on his chin. And he's like, that dude has a dick on his chin. Nice. <laughs> and that, yeah, like like you said, that's all you see from then on. <laughs> kind of to piggyback off of some of the fucked up things that we do, um, one of the guys in the squad bay, Late at night, there was this one guy who kept getting us all in trouble. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to, like, do something to get back at him. And what some of the guys decided to do is they were going to shave off half of his eyebrows. Nice. So instead of, like, completely getting rid of the eyebrow, they just, like, shaved off half of each eyebrow. <laughs> so it looked like he had, like, a little square patch of yeah. hair. Like he a little like, Hitler stash above each say, of his he had, eyes. He had Hitler was, eyebrows, yeah. That was kind of great because the combat instructors just looked at him and they're like, what the fuck happened to you? And then they got us all in, like, a formation outside. They, like, fess up, you know. Yeah, Someone yeah. did it. They're like, who the fuck did it? No one snitched, which yeah. I thought was great. That's one of the great things. It's like, you could hate somebody, and you're still not going to snitch. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then it was just funny because they couldn't punish anybody because they didn't know who did it. And then they're like, well, since he's so fucked up, we can't have him looking like that. Just shave the whole thing off. Oh my god! <laughs> so, in, in trying to help him and like punish the person who did it, they just fucked him up even more. So this, well, yeah. So that way it grew back even. Yeah, but now this jackass is running around with no eyebrows, which was great because when he put on sunglasses, he looked so stupid. It looked like <laughs> he had like extra long forehead hanging over his eyes. <laughs> just like, the one people look that... really weird without eyebrows too it's kind of freaky yeah because yeah, like there's so much expression done with the eyebrows that you yeah. like you don't even think about yeah and then as soon as they're not there you're like something's seriously wrong this is not okay yeah that same kid uh ended up getting a bunch of dicks drawn on his face with sharpie oh my God. throughout the course of itb so like it was it was never like a week where there wasn't a dick on this guy's face and he just couldn't get it off he couldn't get the dick off? Well, it had, like, saturated in the skin overnight, so it was, like, really hard oh, to get off. No. So in the morning, if they're like, all right, everybody get outside, and he, like, goes to the bathroom to shave or something, there's a big uh, dick on his face, and he can't get it off fast enough. Well, now he has to, like, keep rubbing his face all day. No, he was rubbing on. his dick all day long. Yeah, I guess you could say <laughs> that. But it was funny because it happened repeatedly, and they never caught who did it, but we all knew who it was. There was, like, three, four guys who would alternate, so that way... <laughs> If they caught one guy... It would still happen. Yeah, it would continue to happen because they're like, oh, well, I thought it was him. And they're like, dude, I told you it wasn't me because the next day he'd wake up with a dick on his face. (laughs) (laughs) And what's funny (laughs) is the guy swore up and down that he wasn't gay, Uh, but he kind of talked like one of these guys. Oh, yeah, he's limp-wristed. 
Yeah, kind of. And you know what's really weird is his MOS was reserve recon. Oh, shit. So he didn't have to take the recon course, but he was a reservist. But he somehow had the MOS, which I don't understand that. So if they call him back, then he has to do recon training? Yeah. What does he do in the meantime? Nothing? College, no, he goes, he goes and drills with like a regular infantry unit. He just does regular O three shit, but like. So when we all came here, he went home. Yeah, that's what all reservists did. I know, but now he doesn't know what the fuck his job is when he comes <laughs> back. He'll come yeah. back and they'll be like, "Hey, jump out that plane." What? <laughs> he's gonna be like, "I don't really know how to do that, but I woke up in there with a dick on my face." Well, he's gonna be the guy who gets pushed out by the gunny and just dragged behind the airplane for. Like, yeah, like miles. the one story. Yeah, yeah. And then he's gonna apologize because he yeah, didn't. Like Gunny, I'm so sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean to. You know. <laughs> Honestly, I really don't like it when people like force themselves to talk different. I don't know if that's like an active like. That's something I've I've wondered about for a while. No, they too. definitely do because when they get angry, their voice changes. Well, yeah, At least I think some people some are. Them. Yeah, I was gonna say I think I think some people are like just predisposed to have a more effeminate voice, but like, because I don't have like a particularly deep voice, but I don't think I have like. <laughs> yeah, like that, yeah, that kind well, of voice either. They actively go out of their way to make it a lot more effeminate. Yeah. But uh. Alright, well let's change subjects because we're going <laughs> off on a tangent and that's a discussion for another day. Um, something else we could have talked about. <laughs> like, here, let me, let me pull out the notes and check the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rather than talking um, about... I guess we can kind of piggyback uh, off of how people cope with things and how leave is different, to uh, just joking about really fucked up things. Oh, I know you we mean touched the, base on the it, like, topic a bit. that I tried to introduce like 15 minutes ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. that thing. <laughs> but now it's better because we have to focus on it. No, now it's better because you introduced it. I think is what you meant to say. Yeah. So whatever I say goes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like uh, like I said, that is probably the best attribute of um, like being in a small unit. Is just we all know each other's sense of humor and we can piggyback off of it and we have <laughs> we have when we're ever on standby like just waiting for something to happen have said some of the most fucked up things I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, like the other day when we were doing like one of the first episodes and you were joking about jumping out the window and I was like, I'll hold you by your ankles. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. then you're like, No, I don't. I changed my mind. Pull me back. And you're yeah. like, No, you wanted it. <laughs> Oops, it slipped. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do a flip. Um, but yeah, I, I appreciate a lot of the humor and, but I also think, um, a lot of the humor is kind of, uh, it's kind of telling of a, of a larger problem because nine times out of 10, we joke about things that are a problem for us, you know, for sure. And so like people who joke about like, Oh, I'm not an alcoholic. I just drink at two o'clock in the afternoon. Like they're probably an actual alcoholic. You know, if, if that's, like, yeah, everything you're joking about. One thing that was never funny until I joined the Marine Corps is when people are angry. I don't know why, but when someone's just raging, I it's so funny to me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I, I think boot camp did that because it was just, like, a natural reaction to, like, just start laughing, I guess. Um, and so as soon as someone's, like, up in your face, you realize, you're like, oh, well, all they're going to do is yell. I know they're not going to, like, strike me or anything, so I'm just going to watch their face, and their face looks fucking ridiculous. 
Like, have you ever... Or when people just, when they get angry, they kind of, like, expose people, like, unknowingly. Like, they say things that are, like, really just fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of an example, but, like, they just go off on somebody just because they're angry, and they're like, oh, I kind of said too much, but fuck you, because I'm mad. (laughs) Yeah, they're (laughs) like, I didn't mean to, like, get personal with it, but I I was just pissed. You, You understand, right? Yeah. That's hard for me to think of, like, an example without names. Yeah, uh, well, it's like if you were, if you, so say you pissed me off at work, right? And I start yelling at you, and I was like, this is probably why you pissed the bed, or like say something like that, and it's just like everybody else who's yeah. in the room is just like, he pisses the bed, and you're like, oh shit, I didn't mean to say that. No, and then, uh, you and told then me that every, everybody else starts laughing. <laughs> yeah. But that, like, that's some of the things, well, I mean, that's not really something that happens, but. Someone someone takes it way too far, but yeah. they just don't give a fuck anymore. Uh-huh. And then if you're not, like, in the conversation, it's just fucking hilarious to me. Oh, yeah. I, I, as an outsider looking in, just being like, yeah, it's got to suck to be that guy right now. Yeah. You've got a, you've got a fucking <laughs> smile on your face. You're thinking of a specific situation. <laughs> I am, but it's like, it's way too hard to, like, say it without using names. What situation? Was I there? Yeah, you were there. <laughs> what situation? Just give me like like two words and I can explain it without names. I don't think my medication's barking. Oh my god. <laughs> you know uh, yeah, 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 I know exactly what you're talking about. That doesn't really apply though. Like no, 100%. I, th- I, think I just fucking hilarious. Oh, the, what, what the con- yeah. you said? Yeah. <laughs> the the way he said it. <laughs> So that was like a tangent. So yeah. Like, so there's you, this, there's easier ways to say that, but like in the moment you just don't give a fuck. So you yeah. say it more harsh, and then <laughs> the harshness makes it funny. So there's this one kid who got put on a medication recently for like some health problems that it's debatable whether or not it's true or not. And, and uh, most of us think he's faking. Yeah. Way. Yeah. So like this kid has he comes to me a lot and uh, tries to tell me about, like, a lot of his problems, even though I'm largely apathetic to a lot of his problems because I don't necessarily believe him either. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, but, like... Mm, I, it's gone on for quite some time. Yeah, and it keeps... it. Something else happens every week, and I'm just like, okay, you're either doing this to yourself or, like, it's not true at all. Yeah, there's, like, no fucking way all this co- coincidentally happens. Yeah, uh, within no the span way. of, like, three weeks. Um, so, so this is going on and, and some of the people that we work with, we were all <laughs> sitting down talking about it and he, he comes in and he's like, just out of the blue, he's just like, oh, well, I don't think my medication's working anymore. So one of our coworkers turns and like, <laughs> turns and looks at him and he goes, well, what the fuck do you want us to do about it? We look like a goddamn pharmacy to you? What, you want us <laughs> to just put some fucking supplements together and just make some stronger shit for you, you fucking retard? He's like, no, he's like, no, you fucking idiot, because there's a difference between being fucking retarded and being stupid. You're just plain stupid. You're not retarded because you're not in a fucking health chair or some shit like that. No, you're just stupid. And we're all just like looking at him and we're like, oh shit. Dude, like that, that was fucking funny. That shit. went so fucking off the rails instantly over nothing, over literally one sentence. But I was like, it was weeks and weeks of shit that had built up to that point and it just boiled over and it was like, hey, somebody mm, needed to say it. Somebody needed to say it, maybe in a gentler tone, but like somebody needed to say it at the end of the day. And, hey, but that's the Marine Corps for you. You can get away with saying shit. Yeah, like that. you can get away with. But saying in other places, like, like someone's gonna say something. 
No, if I worked at a bank and fucking Deborah comes up to me and she's like, oh, well, I don't think my allergy medication. And I'm like, Deborah, you fat bitch. I don't give a fuck about your medication. If I went up to her, like Deborah and said that, like, I'd get fired. Yeah, probably. Yeah, or like have a lawsuit against me because you're, everyone's going to be like, oh, well, you know. Publicly she... humiliizing. Uh, humiliizing? <laughs> That's the word you're going with, right? You humiliating know. is probably the one you're thinking of. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Publicly humiliating this person. Yeah. <laughs> if not, like, a lawsuit against me, because they're like, oh, well, you know, Deborah has body dysmorphia, so, like, you can't make fun of her for that, because that's a real condition. I'm like... Yeah, but she also fat. just eats a bunch of fucking chocolate and doesn't yeah, work yeah, out. She's that's so- her problem. <laughs> Quit being a fat, lazy bitch. Yeah. I'm sorry to it's any... It's that simple. I'm sorry to any Deborah who's fat. Kind of kind of going off of that... Uh, one thing that's great about the military is you don't really see fat people until you leave basic training. And then you're yeah. exposed to fat people again. You're yeah. like, wow. That dude's fat as fuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> even people who... Because you just go three months and everybody's like skinny or yeah. just like slightly overweight. Like, yeah. not really. Like, you can tell like they that take dude. care of themselves. Yeah. But they're kind of like older, so it's a little bit harder to maintain. Yeah, exactly. And you understand. And then you just go out and you see fucking John, who's like 800 pounds, and you're like, yo, you need to fucking like get some liposuction or some shit like that's too much yeah like the second the second i went on boot leave i like noticed how many overweight people live in my area and i was just looking around i was like are they just lazy like what is this and not to talk shit on people who like have legitimate issues or something like that but like no well yeah you gotta understand medical situations yeah like there's like thyroid conditions there's a vast majority of people who just that's not their case yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, it's so hard to be healthy. And it's like, no, bitch, just it's, stop it's, buying Doritos. Yeah, it's really not. Because you can... We don't get paid a lot, in general. And I shop pretty healthy, like, for the most part. Like, yeah, I, I have fucking a bag of M&M's out on my nightstand because I like M&M's. I also work out enough where I can eat M&M's every now and again, you know? Yeah. But, like, I, I, I eat fairly healthy. I eat, like, a lot of eggs and a lot of spinach and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you can so. kind of consider it, like, a cheat meal or a cheat snack or something. Yeah, exactly. Like just to get the calories up. But you can do it at a very, very inexpensive rate. So, like, I don't believe anybody's excuse for, like, being, like, morbidly overweight. Maybe, like, a little pudge here and there because, like... Morbidly deceased? Hey, <laughs> let me bring up my gamer tag. I, that's a good gamer tag, I think. <laughs> and that is better than, I'm Ricky... Oh, yeah. I'm Ricky. You want to be my friend? That's why I stopped playing Xbox with you. I'm just letting you know. I don't play Xbox. Oh, that's why I stopped playing Modern Warfare with you. Because I don't play Xbox either. I don't have an Xbox. Yeah, I don't know why you said that. I don't know either. But no, that voice right there is why I stopped. I haven't really been doing it. But what one funny thing is one of my friends, they have like a recording of Uh like one of the like highest pitches that I got to. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I'm Ricky. You need to suck my dick. Or something like that. And now, anytime he gets a text message, that's what goes off. Nice. So nice. we'll just be playing, and you'd be like, suck my dick. And it's fucking hilarious. I was like, wait, I didn't say that. And everybody's like, why'd you say that, bro? <laughs> no, it was just like every single time you died or something like that, you would just go, you fucking bitch, you shot me at the goddamn dick. And I'm just like, what is happening? And you're like, huh? Ricky, hi. <laughs> and then, like every lobby we loaded into, you'd be like, like it'd be like a bunch of like older, 
older guys or something, they're like, oh man, how are you doing, whatever. And then you would just be like, ha, I'm Ricky, I'm, I'm 13 years old, uh, I've never played a game like this before. And then you would just go in and like absolutely cream all of them. And they're just like, yo, Ricky, what the fuck? And you're like, yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> and they're like, wait a second. <laughs> Who's this Ricky kid? Um, no, that, that... You know, like, Call of Duty is, like, one of my favorite games because, like, you can go in there and have, like, a really chill conversation. They're like, yo, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. did you see the football game that was on this weekend? Yeah. And then you're like, yo, you want to squat up? And then the same guy that was super chill to you, they're like, dude, I feel like talking shit. And they get in a lobby and they're like, yo, dude, that's, like, level 70. And they're like... Yo, what up? And he's like, yo, I fucked your mom. Yeah, out of nowhere. <laughs> and he's like, and then the other guy's like, well, I fucked your grandma. She's giving me top right now. <laughs> you know? And then yeah. the whole lobby just turns into like, who can top who and some... Who can yeah. just like, who can spit like the most derogatory terms at each other? Yeah. It's just like... They're just like, <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> well, I, I think it's impressive, really... How fast some people come up with it. Because this dude just sprayed a paragraph at me one time. Because I was like, um, his name was King something. And I was just like, yo, King, you're a fucking bitch. Because his KD was like, he, he died like fucking 15 times or something like that. And got oh, like, there's always that one guy that brings up KD in a match. Yeah. They're like, dude, you're dog shit. You're like fucking 8 and 17. And you're like, yeah, because I'm shitting on you. Or something <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. No, but like, I, 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 and then they're like, well, you were trying hard. I was talking shit on him, and I was like, yo, King, you're a fucking bitch. I just took your crown, or something like that. Because, like, I thought it was funny, and I was impressed that I came up with that, like, on the spot. And he just came back and sprayed a paragraph. Just, like, got pers. I don't know this man. I will never meet, the, like, never talk to this man again, but he personally offended me. And I was like, very well. And you're then like, the lobby ended. You're like, well, I'm going to change game modes. Yeah, I was like, well, I'm going to go play Farmville or something now because I'm done <laughs> I'm done with this. <laughs> Call of Duty's wild. It really is. I could have like mm. a whole podcast episode on Just Call of Duty. Just Call of Duty. Insults. Yeah. And what? On Just Call of Duty insults. Oh, yeah, just the insults. Yeah. That seems like a uh, pretty, pretty natural stopping point right there. Yeah. I get a green. Uh, that. So uh, make sure you grab your fucking glow belts and make sure they're tight. And make sure you got the red lens in your moonbeam because this, that's when you finish it. I have a trouble finishing. That's why the ladies like me. No, um, erectile dysfunction is not trouble finishing. That's no, 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 no. No, I just have trouble coming. So like I last indefinitely and until they're satisfied and they love that. But you're soft the whole time. No, I've no, no, you can I've get hard, the, you just can't come. I've seen the tapes. Well, that's a good stopping point. So anyways, get your glow beam. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you have those glow belts on tight. Make sure you got the red lens in your moonbeam because this is the Firewatch Report. <laughs>